Hi, this is Martin Medeiros with Negotiation Strategist Research, and as you know, I stand for the proposition that we communicate our needs to the world using negotiation and how effective we are at communicating those needs to determine if we achieve our needs. Negotiation is agency. Negotiation is freedom. You can control it. Hi, this is Mark Medeiros with Negotiation Strategist Research, and today we're going to talk about using and dealing with our emotions in a negotiation. So, part of being human is to negotiate but also knowing that we think we are logical sometimes, that we're being even, uh, but we are subject to uh, rational and irrational behavior, objective and subjective behavior. And thinking about how we feel when we negotiate is important. For example, if I said, are you ready to negotiate? What is your immediate impression. You may feel frozen, like, hey, this is just an online lesson. I didn't know I was going to be called to task. You may think, I want to avoid it. In fact, a lot of the seminars I give, I get a lot of hand raises. Um, how many people want to avoid negotiations? A lot of people want to avoid them. And some people think of it as conflict. And some people think of it as joy and happiness, as I do, because negotiation is agency. Negotiation is freedom. You can control it by asking questions, by not responding to weird inputs, by making a plan. These are the three things strategically, tactically, and operationally you can do. Strategically, if I do a plan, I'm much more likely to prevail in my negotiation. Northwestern University says we should spend 80% of our time doing that. Tactically, if I'm overwhelmed by tactics and tricks, slow down the velocity of that negotiation by asking questions. Asking questions really helps get you intelligence on what you need, and it slows down the velocity. Operationally, lighting, physiology, body language, all these stuff uh, can interfere or distort our view of the negotiation. If you can focus on what your needs are, that's important because we communicate our needs to the world using negotiation. And the more effective we, and more effective we are at communicating those needs determines if our needs are, in fact, achieved. So... Going on to uh, negotiation, there are a few things I want to emphasize that have to do with uh, people emotionally, and you see it a lot in negotiations, and what to do about them. The first thing are personal attacks. If you're being attacked or being uh, part of a fast or confusing interaction, uh, ask questions. Uh, and if they're aimed at you, you can say things like, uh, what did you just say? The person will either double down and say it again, or think about it and say, well, I didn't mean that, and they'll backtrack. Now, if they double down, then you say, what led you to that opinion, and finish with something like, what does that have to do with the negotiation, with the transaction we're talking about here? Uh, this, uh, sometimes people use identity in different forms uh, to undermine credibility, to um, bully, and asking questions really changes that up. Another element of negotiation is this idea of concession building. And emotionally, we um, there's a few things that re we respond to. Sometimes silence makes us want to 
make concessions, negotiate against ourselves. Don't do that. So if you, uh, if someone is asking for you to make a concession, uh, reply to the concession when you're in a neutral or positive state of mind, never in anger or sadness, because we generally make bad decisions in the concession making contest when we're angry or, uh, when we're, we're sad, if we feel a little bit blue, we're, we're negotiating against ourselves. We have a low state of mind. The third thing I want to talk about is when uh, you're mapping out a negotiation strategy. And you recall I said uh, strategy, you should spend 80% of your time on this. Well, never map a strategy when you're in a downward trend or thinking that you, things will be bad because humans do this odd thing emotionally. We base our future outlook based on our last data point. So if we've suffered a um, series of losses, our ambitions will be lower than the next because we have this downward trend. Uh, when you're planning a negotiation, when you're doing your strategic plan, I want you to think of best case scenarios. Think of best case scenarios because when you're sad or depressed or um, suffered a, a line of defeats, uh, your strategic plan or is likely to be muted. Don't mute it. If you are who you are, you can still do the same work. You have the intelligence, work ethic, all those things going for you. You've got to think about a best case scenario, not your last data point, because we tend to negotiate against ourselves when we have that downward trend. Um, now, when do you make promises? When do you make commitments? Um, do it when you're level-headed. Do not make uh, promises when you're happy. Um, because when we make promises, when we're totally optimistic, we may not be able to follow through on them when we're stressed, when we have limited time. So when you're in a really high state, think about, all right, I'm making a commitment. Will this be convenient when I have little time? Because when we're very optimistic, we often tend to overpromise, And that's when our emotions, we kind of get um, tied up in our emotions when we're, we're uh, in the middle of a, the human negotiation. So one of the big topics on negotiating effectively has to do with this idea of emotional intelligence, which uh, to summarize, uh, there are four elements I want you to take away today. One is just to be self-aware. Where am I now uh, in this negotiation? Step back and act like you're looking at yourself you know, across the room and you're behaving in a certain way and you're going through certain things, um, know that you have a presence outside your actual, your current mind state. You're a lot of thoughts. And uh, when we get involved in the heat of a negotiation and what we want, what we want, well, we may really start digging on what we think we want when it's actually something that we were uh, an alleyway. We were led down where it became an issue where it wasn't before. So focus on what your needs are. Uh, one other thing emotional intelligently is to think about this idea of empath uh, empathizing with others, uh, acknowledging feelings. Um, been in, I've been involved with a lot of very um, uh, loud, angry negotiations. And you can't just act like it's not there. That behavior probably will not go away. Uh, if it's serial, yeah, sometimes you have to ignore negative behavior. But if it, if it happens, you have to acknowledge that emotion came out. 
I can see you're very angry. I see this is a, a high stakes thing for you. But we need to consider these things. So whenever you have an ask, you have to acknowledge that and empathize with that emotion. And of course, um, active listening. Uh, what I heard you say was this, you hear that. Make sure that the party knows that you're paying attention to them. One of the worst things you can do is pick up a device, a cell phone. They've done studies where the, the mere fact that a cell phone is on a table and visible creates a distraction and anxiety as people anticipate it going off or something. So um, if you really want to focus on people, you've got to make those uh, devices scarce. So we can also learn a lot about emotions based on what uh, artificial intelligence is telling us. So uh, Ruhi Sarakaya, who's on the, uh, he's a scientist on the Alexa team, uh, talks, uh, created a, gave a paper actually in a conference in 2018 about what keeps people engaged uh, emotionally in an online dialogue. And being on the Alexa team, you can see that this would be something they'd want. Uh, the first thing is to stay on topic. Uh, a lot of negotiations happen and people start pulling in these things, uh, unresolved issues and throwing them in. I call up the negotiation salads in my uh, third book. Um, about how people put in a lot of things that don't have to do, they distract, stay on topic, um, share experiences. And you can use emotional ones like, man, the last time I did that, I felt like I was taken advantage of because this happened. Can we do this differently this time? So share that common experience you had and keep the dialogue moving. Um, keeping that interaction moving helps us move forward. And as the negotiation proceeds, we want to elaborate, give a little bit more information. Uh, it helps us build trust. Uh, making a demand and repeating a demand in three words or whatever, four words, again and again and again, is not going to advance the negotiation. A little bit more elaboration will move it along. And of course, always be polite. Those are some things that um, using actually these uh, artificial intelligence bots that show, okay, here are online interactions that progress in a negotiation, in a negotiated dialogue. So here are the takeaways. If you are under attack, ask questions. Acknowledge, well, sorry. The first thing I want to talk about in our takeaways is acknowledge your emotions. Know that we have different views of negotiation, but I want you to know that negotiation is agency. It is freedom. You have a lot of tools, especially if you've gone through the lessons on how to better negotiate. Negotiation is freedom and agency. It's how we communicate our needs to the world. And if you learned through these lessons, you know that you're going to be more effective at communicating those needs to the world and obtaining your needs. So, if you're under attack, simply ask questions. Slow down the velocity. Question those uh, attacks. Um, when you're making concessions, do it when you're in a positive mind frame, not in anger or sadness. If you're making promises, uh, do it after some contemplation, after some thought. Uh, never fast or when you're ecstatic because we tend to overpromise when we're really happy. Um, and finally, when you're making strategic decisions, I want you to think of the best case because recall, 
we tend to think of, uh, if we're on a downward trend, we tend to negotiate against ourselves, make it more negative than it is. So think about best cases when you're doing your strategic plan. This is Martin Medeiros with Negotiation Strategist Research. Thank you for listening. Have a great day.